Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I was his warrior. An old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. That's right. The name change that we talked about a few weeks ago will be in effect shortly. So not that big of a difference, but just to kind of mix it up a little bit since we are going to step outside the box and do some special features, talk about some other stuff, but still mainly sticking to Friday the 13th, of course. And we've got some good shit lined up, but I can't spoil that just quite yet. So uh, I'm your host, Nathan Parker, and joining me tonight is the old drunk uncle, Kenton Mullins. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, so before we get started, our last episode featuring Jim Ingram from over at J3 Jason Costumes, it's gotten a great response. So once again, definitely hit him up if you're looking for a Jason Voorhees costume and check out J3 Costumes page on Facebook, backslash J3 Costumes. Now for tonight's episode, about a couple weeks ago now, I can't remember exactly when, but give or take, old Benjamin, who couldn't join us tonight, uh, he made a meme about Ted White being the most interesting Jason in the world, which um, that basically came about after some of our talk during the Brooker or White episode about how damn interesting and storied Ted White is and is the definition of America. And the meme got a ton of shares on the show's Facebook page. Uh, And if you're not liking that already, at Camp Blood Podcast, which it's great, but holy fuck, did Kane's army come out of the woodwork? And I mean, I literally laughed my ass off. I don't know how many times over the course of a few days with all these crazy responses about, well, Kane played Jason four times. And what about Kane hotter this and Kane hotter that? And you know what I'm thinking myself, Kenton? I know that I'm uh, I'm wearing a fake mustache at the next convention I go to. Oh, my identity. God. You might have to, yeah, or a wig or something. But I'm anyways, sorry, what I'm, were you thinking? I'm, I, I was thinking, shut the fuck up about Kane Hodder. <laughs> I, I'm sick and tired of Kane this and Kane that. Jesus. Uh, but anyways, be a lynch look, mob after us. Good. Uh, yeah, bring it. Because I'm, I'm really, that, it gets old because it's the same bullshit. Well, Kane played Jason four times and blah, blah, blah. Kane was bullied. Yeah, well, so was the rest of America. I mean, just, you know, it just gets old and fuck it. Whatever. I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing about him all the goddamn time. But anyways, if you listen to the Brooke or White episode, we were discussing Ted White's life in general and why that made him so interesting beyond the fact that he was Jason at 50 years old and what a lot of the fans think is the best Friday the 13th film in the franchise and that being part four. So who gives a fuck how many times someone played Jason? Because that certainly is not the only thing to take into consideration here. But according to Kane's army, apparently that's all that matters to make you, quote unquote, the most interesting Jason in the world. Now, I know Kane has a lot of IMDb credits, like over 250. And so do a lot of other guys that play Jason, which we will examine that here in a bit. But the purpose of the episode is to talk about the big picture with some of the Jason actors and what would lead them to be labeled as the most interesting. Now it's all a matter of opinion, but hopefully when thinking about this, you take the time to con- to take into consideration all those things before flapping your mouth off that it's Kane, Kane, Kane. So 
if you think so, then back it up. That's all I'm saying. Not just because he was Jason four times and not because he has a bunch of IMDb credits of a bunch of films that nobody's ever heard of. And uh, anyways, uh, like I said, I, I get that he was Jason four times with three of them widely to be considered the worst of the franchise. But anyways, like I said, all things into consideration. Moving on. So basically what Kenton and I did is we just kind of threw all of our thoughts together and we kind of came up with a top three list for you. Not that all of them don't have wonderful things because they certainly do, but uh, for the shows, for this episode's sake, we basically just made a top three list and then we uh, have an honorable mention in there. So in the number three spot, which was kind of difficult, but I'll let you take over on this one, Kenton, and coming in at number three for most interesting Jason in the world. For number three, we've got the one and only, the very talented, beautiful man, Derek Mears. And, uh, yes. you know, Derek you go to, you start looking in and look, guys, we're talking, we're, we're taking in more into account than, you know, their role as Jason or even how good those Jason movies are, because that's all subjective. But I am personally a huge fan of the remake. I know you are too, Nathan, but that doesn't even matter when we're talking about the most interesting Jason in the world. Now, Derek Mears, you want to go into bullying? This guy was a, this, he was a huge kid, uh, kind of nerdy. Uh, and he had, is it called, is it pronounced alopecia, Nathan? Is that correct? I think so. I'd have to Google it. So uh, it makes it to where he he doesn't have any hair on his body, obviously. Probably a weird looking younger dude. So yeah, he was, he was the target of a lot of bullying and then, and then uh, got into stand up comedy and just a really sweet guy. And then you go into his, into his IMDB and he has some really impressive credits and some great movies, great shows, and he's still working to this day. So uh, if you take everything to account, I think that it's fair in saying that Derek Mears is the third most interesting Jason in the world. IMDb wise. And well, let's start off with you just saying that he is still working because obviously he still is. I think Derek is right around 47. I'd have to look up. Uh, we'll just say he's 47 for the sake of the conversation. 47 ish, but currently still working on Swamp Thing. Yeah, you're they, right. I just looked it up. 47. 47. Okay. But yeah, I mean, current project a swamp thing which the comic fans obviously that's a big deal even though i know that they canceled it after the first season and and whatnot but uh the guy's only 47 and like we said ted white was jason at 58 so Derek obviously has a lot of good years ahead of him so he'll continue to pad the already 130 somewhere around 130 imdb credits that he currently has but let's just examine some of those credits that he's already got under his belt and looking through the list here i think some of the most notable ones for me is just besides friday um predators hell he was classic predator how badass can you get any man that gets to wear a full predator costume is interest already gets 20 interesting points as far as i'm concerned oh fuck yeah absolutely and Hills Have Eyes, that was a great fucking film. Granted, he didn't have uh, a huge role in that, but that, nonetheless, that was that's a very good movie. I, I own it. I've seen it many times. I love that film. Um, Everyone's the, favorite Will Smith movie, Wild Wild West. Yep, and and uh, he was in Men in Black 2, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stick with the Will Smith topic there. And Pirates, not really my thing, but Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I like the first one. I. Honestly, I've never even watched them because they're just not my thing. I I've don't seen intend all of on them. They're definitely my thing, but uh, they could have stopped at number one as far as I'm concerned. But nonetheless, uh, I love the first one. 
but in that was a that was a huge film. I mean, obviously Johnny Depp and a huge following of those films. And just uh, you know, just go down go down and, and name off a few more of of notable f- uh, roles that he's had, as far as uh, in your opinion. Okay, uh, so obviously we mentioned Wild Wild West. He was in Saved by the Bell. That's that's big for a lot of you know '90s kids. The new class, um, Saved by the Bell, the new class. Oh, was that? Yeah. What's the difference? Oh, was well, that like a reboot? Yeah, that's that's when Zach Moore's class was gone, and then uh, they they tried to continue it on, but it just didn't really have much success because obviously the original cast was gone, and Screech was Screech worked at the school, but it it just didn't fare very well. And then years later, Screech was having a threesome with two girls and recording it. Uh, yeah, and doing a bunch of bunch of uh, shenanigans, getting yeah. arrested, and everything else. <laughs> the dude is a piece Fighting of fucking shit. No shit, fighting people in bars and fucking. I think he tried to stab somebody in Wisconsin or some shit. Who would so, have thought that Screech, out of all those, of all that cast, was the the piece of human shit? Exactly. Anyway, yeah. sorry to get back to the. Uh, he was in Men in Black too, which you mentioned. Um, we got uh, let's and guys, there's so many credits that it's hard to scan over. Uh, you got The Shield. That was a good show. Um, my name is Earl. Hilarious show. You've probably watched that one, haven't you? Yeah, here and there. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just looking at the list, it's there's so many there. A lot of them are minor roles, like with a lot of these stunt slash actor guys. But the the notable stuff that he's worked on is all awesome shit. And, yeah, you uh, got Hansel and Gretel. That was a good Hatchet. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, dude. Yeah, appearance there. Um, Hatchet 3. He had the role in Hatchet 3. You know, a lot of horror fans dig that. I love and, the Hatchet franchise, yeah. Um, yeah. Twin Peaks. I don't know yeah, if you I mean, like Twin Peaks. It's, it's, it's a good one. Yep, yep. And, of course, he was in Compound Fracture with Tyler Mayne. And even even uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, he's, he's really got a pretty well-rounded resume as far as that goes. Had, a, had a, uh, an appearance on Key and Peele. So that was a super popular show. Um but yeah, I mean, there's there's no shortage. Sleepy Hollow. I mean, look how many episodes of that he was in. That was pretty. Blades popular. of Glory. I bet I watched the Blades of Glory three thousand times in my early twenties. Yeah, there there you go. Yeah, that was another. That was a, a kind of a cult following type of film. But yeah, I mean, the list just goes on and on. And it, like I said, it, it it was a tough decision for us to round out the number three spot. I will I will say that because uh, there's there's kind of three guys right in there that all are kind of. I guess just matter of opinion on who takes that third spot. The first two are the number one and number two spots on the list. I, I think are just, you know, just unarguable, but that number three spot, I could see how that could have been interchanged a little bit. Cause we did kind of have a, I don't want to say a little bit of difficulty with that one, but we kind of teetered a little bit. Yeah. Because uh mirrors and the honorable mention are very, they're, they're neck and neck. They're, yeah. Oh, that's absolutely. A photo finish. Yep, that that pretty much is. I will agree with that one, and I think I think um, Derek will still maintain that spot because the honorable mention obviously is is older than him. So Derek's kind of got that locked down. That but who knows? Me personally, I, I I love my second passion is stand up comedy. So Derek gets a, a hair in the lead because he's also a stand up comedian. So that's absolutely. A, yeah, and I'll tell you. Here's a a little story about. Derek Mears and Derek will always be kind of, I guess, special to me in a sense, because I forget what year it was, but it's been uh, nearly 10 years ago by now. Um, But the first like 
first big convention that I ever went to, Derek was a guest at. And I remember it was it was the first night. It was Friday night of the convention, and it was pretty slow. There really wasn't many people around. And I I stopped by a few other tables. I made it over to Derek, and Derek was literally sitting there by himself. And I walked up, and he's like, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 you know, um, just typical um, strangers, you know, stranger to stranger initial conversation. Always awkward and, at first. Yeah, but it wasn't with him. It was super. I felt like I knew him. As soon as I started talking to him, I felt like I, I knew him. We just kind of had like this connection. And uh, I, I said, well, you know, you're, you're, I'm a huge Friday the 13th fan. I said, you're, you're kind of one of the main reasons why I came out to the show. I really wanted to meet you and get some stuff signed. And uh, I said, it's my first kind of big convention. And he's like, really? And I, I said, yeah. And he goes, this is, and he didn't say anything about me, like basically saying he was one of the main reasons he didn't even acknowledge that he was just like, so this, he said, this is kind of your, your, your first big show. And I said, well, I've been to a couple smaller little spinoff things at the time, but conventions back then weren't like they are now. And now uh, where they're, they're, where they're like, yeah, I mean, now they're fucking everywhere, but they weren't back at this time. And, um, Derek, <clears throat> I shit you not, Derek stands up and he takes, um, he takes a $20 bill out of his pocket because this shows you how long ago it was. Almost every autograph in the place was $20 at the time. I think Kane was still, was charging 30 at the time, but everybody else there was charging 20 bucks. That was like the norm. Now you have to Derek, donate plasma. Yeah, there you go. And Derek pull, pulls his fucking wad of money out of his pocket and hands me a $20 bill. And he goes, your next signature is on me. And I said, oh man, I said, thanks. I said, but you know what? I, I can't, I can't take that. I, I appreciate the gesture. I said, uh, but no, I, I can't accept that. And he goes, well then pick out a picture here. Cause I'm going to give you a free picture. Then if you won't take my 20 bucks and uh, I'm actually sitting here in my recording studio, looking at both of those signed pictures from that night. So uh, super, super fucking nice guy. And we talked for, for quite a while. Cause like I said, there was nobody there. He actually said, Hey, uh, here, sit down here with me. I'm bored. There's hardly anything going on. And I sat with him at his table for probably a good 40 minutes. And we were just, just talking about all kinds of shit. He was telling me how he's a legit fan of, of Friday the 13th. Now he was a collector himself. And he said, you know, I, 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 I'm such a fan myself that it's like weird for me to think about having like you taking this signed picture of me home and hanging it up in your house. He said, I still haven't grasped, haven't grasped or wrapped my you know wrapped uh my head around that idea and uh he said so i just you know i appreciate the fans and he's like do you have any pictures of your collection and i i did i pulled out my phone and i i showed him some shots of uh what i had already had in the collection at the time and he was like holy shit and uh he was like you know what he goes um meet me in the bar later he said well we'll have some drinks and Towards the end of the convention, they were shutting things down. I walked back over his table. He waved me over and he said, okay, let's, let's go to the bar. And he said, all drinks are on me. And, uh, next thing I know, I'm standing there with, with, uh, well, Ari, Ari Lehman was there, John Dugan, me and Derek Mears. And we're all standing. He introduced me, uh, to a couple other people. And uh, I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is fucking awesome. This was before I got to become like friends and travel with Ari. So right. it was like a very surreal moment for me to like be around these people in like a, in a bar setting and saying they're having drinks and just kind of just enjoying the moment. So yeah, you didn't Derek, know Ari like personally then. No, no, but that, that just goes to show how nice of a guy Derek is. Like he literally is taking money out of his pocket. Like here, the next one's on me, but Hey, if you're not going to accept it, then here, here's a free picture. Of course I took him up on the free picture. You know, what's a, 
you know, the money wasn't the issue. It was just the principle of the, of the matter. And I just, I really thought highly of Derek. And then of course, attending more conventions from that point forward, I would run into Derek uh, here and there. And of course we kind of became acquainted and um, the banner that he had at his table that he took to every convention from 2009. So several years later in 2014, um, I, so he had this, he had this banner and I see it in pictures all the time on social media and it's him standing in the 2009 Jason costume. And it says Derek mirrors and red letters above it. It's like a, a seven foot tall, you know, floor banner that always sat behind his table at every convention. So for a five year span, that thing had been to however many conventions that he'd been to in the first five years since the film came out. But, um, like I said, I know you've seen it in pictures, Kent. I know you yeah, know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. So I was, I don't remember what show we were at and I'm like, Hey, I said, uh, is that banner for sale? I'd love to add that to my collection. And he was like, um, he goes, you know what? I, I think it is about time. I think it is about time for a new one. And he, uh, he said, you know, hit me up at the end of the convention. And he said, well, we'll figure something out. And I, I own that banner. Now I've had, I've owned it for five years and the banner that he takes around to all the other conventions since then he's had that one for about five years now so i'm sure he's probably about due for another one but anyways it's a great centerpiece of my collection they have this great big huge banner um he signed it real big in silver and uh it's just an awesome piece i'm not gonna disclose the deal that we made for it or whatever because i've had a shit ton of people try to buy it from me over the years and it's just not for sale so cool little story about Derek. yeah out of everything in your entire collection that is the one piece that i'm most envious of by far yeah, uh, as far as the 2009 stuff, I would say I don't know that it's that it's definitely not I don't know that it's the best in my collection, but it's definitely something that's a storied piece. And like I have some other banners from some of the Jason guys, but they didn't travel with them for 5 years. Like I I actually have um hanging up in the studio here, I actually have an 8-foot vinyl banner that cj graham had it uh it, it, it just won i think he used it at one or two conventions but it's it's fucking eight feet long like it literally takes up you know half the wall or whatever yeah but, but it's an awesome banner it, it's got like it's got some salt on it it does yeah. yep and uh like i said he i know he had been to like germany and done conventions overseas because he told me and it's funny because when he gave it to me it was in like a um you know those like vinyl uh bags that you put fold up lawn chairs in that have the drawstring on the top of them yep that's what he gave it to me in is like a Coleman, uh, a Coleman got an armchair. Arm yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, or, or is, is uh, I think it even has a zipper on it too, but, but yeah, so he handed it to me in that. It's just like, and then of course he signed it and everything. And I got a picture of him and I standing with it and it's just a cool piece, but it, it definitely is the, the time and the travel behind it definitely makes it one of my cooler collectibles. I, uh, I don't know what like the the crown piece of my collection is. Most of my collection is up in the attic. I just don't have I don't have enough wall space. And I think you've got that issue too. You said most of yours is in a closet, right? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of stuff on the walls, don't get me wrong, but I have so much stuff that literally when um I actually just had most of it out over the weekend because I had uh uh someone who were if anybody saw the Facebook live on uh, on Friday with me and comedian Brent Terhune, who's a huge horror fan in general, he wanted to see some of my collection that hadn't been framed yet or hadn't been anything, you know, that was in storage basically. And it took me about two hours to go through poster tubes, 
eight by tens and random shit that was in boxes. And we didn't even get through half of it. Finally, I was like, Hey, I'm, I was, I was like sweating. It was like work trying to dig all this shit out. So he, uh, I got, I did a lot of it hadn't been out, you know, in a while. Cause some of it, um, when you don't, if you're, especially if you're looking for signatures, I mean, some of these posters I've been hunting signatures for, for nearly 10 years and they're still not complete. I mean, you know how it is. Some people don't yeah. do many conventions. I don't know that it, they ever get complete. Like, cause it's so hard to find a lot of these people, you know, it's for me, I've had some posters for, for years, years and years, and they don't ever go up on the wall because like you, I feel like, well, it's not, I don't have this guy yet, or I don't have that girl yet. So yeah. I always just go back in the tube and then get, put it back in storage until I see like somebody's name pop up and then I'll go dig them out and then it'll go right back to where it was. Nobody ever sees it. Yeah. And I mean, nowadays with framing options, they have frames that you can, that are like front load frames, or they have like an opening open top where you can slide the, the picture or the poster, you can slide it in and out of the frame. And then um, other than like taking it to like a Hobby Lobby or a Michaels, or if they dry mount it and they seal the back of the frame or whatever, it's a pain in the fucking ass to take it out. And if you've, if you've ever had to carry a dry mounted 24 by 36 poster or 27 by 40 poster through a crowded convention, it's a pain in the it's ass. A motherfucker. Oh yeah. So um, I, I've thought about getting some of those frames. That's a quick, quicker access, I guess, but I just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. I'm kind of the same way. I'm thinking, Oh, I still need however many signatures on it. It'll just stay in the, in the storage closet. But I mean, I have a shit ton in the closet too. That's uh, that, that I could easily frame. I mean, smaller stuff that I'm, I don't need to add anybody else to, but I literally have hundreds of eight by tens and it's like, where are you going to put that many eight by tens? You're just going to yeah, go floor to ceiling. You every floor all the frames for that. I mean, you yeah. like a trailer parky fucking trashy way that some people do it where they just like tack it to the wall or it's just like this weird picture, just fucking duct tape to the wall. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> but when you, when you start getting in the hundreds and hundreds of pictures, you literally have to go like floor to ceiling all over your house to be able to yeah. display stuff like that. And you so, can't have kids with that. So, well, I mean, yeah, not anything. They're pulling that, that shit off the wall and, and rubbing yeah. mustard on it. And yep, yeah, exactly. Getting shit splattered all over it. You're right on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's my cool little Derek Mayer story. And um, I've got, I've, I've even got some cool inscriptions on, on some other, uh, some other memorabilia. Like I had a, I have a Jason, what I call the Jason Jaws poster. It was a custom that I had made, and it was, you know, the swimmer and then the Jason mask. It mimics the Jaws poster. You've probably seen what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I had a, had a like a 16 by 20 made of that, and it's got the majority of the Jason actors on it. And Derek wrote, uh, take care of my sign, you know, on that print. So I've got some other, like, inscriptions that are related back to that same story. So. Um, I hope to see him again soon and maybe I'll run into him again this year. He's always, he's always a blast, man. He's great with the fans. If you Super haven't met humble, him yet, nice, you, met, you met him, right? You met him, right? No, he's the only one. I, I don't know how, man, because I've been doing conventions for a long time and it's just somehow I, I just always miss, like I'll be doing one convention somewhere. And then at the same time on, on the same weekend, he'll be at another, like we always just, I always just miss him. He's the only Jason I've never met. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, all the living ones I've met multiple times, but I just always somehow miss Derek. But, you know, I've listened to him on podcasts and interviews and stories from you and my other friends. Everybody just talks about how sweet and, and, and kind he is. Yeah. Super, super nice guy. 
and and it's legit. I mean, you could tell. I mean, he he cares about the fans. He appreciates them. He knows that without the fans, then he wouldn't even be at a convention. If if you don't have fans, he wouldn't be at the convention. You know, so uh, just a lot of respect for Derek. And like I said, his body of work up to today is just super impressive. A lot of good stuff, and I'm anxious to see what he books in the future. You ready to roll on into number two? And number two, which was like a super, super easy decision. When you look at this guy's IMDb, 150 plus credits. But I mean, some of the shit that he's worked on, which we'll get to in just a second, just amazing in general, even outside of the horror genre. But he's the only guy that's currently been in a Friday the 13th film who's been who's been a Jason. He's been a Michael Myers and he's been a Leatherface. And that is the great Tom Morga. The only man to ever have a role in every movie that's ever been made. And the only guy that, like we said before, that you just, you expect to see him like shopping at Home Depot. Like he looks like a regular dude. Yeah. He looks like, uh, he looks like somebody's dad at a baseball game that says words like, sure thing, champ. Yeah. Or, hey, pal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm I'm at, I'm at fucking Menards last week and I'm like looking around. I wonder if Tom Morgan's here. Like I'm in the I'm in the barbecue section, like looking at grills. I'm like, oh, or he's looking Tom's. at New Balances. Yeah, yeah or, yeah, or the Nike Monarchs. You know the dad shoes. He's, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he just looks like a regular dude that you just see at, at Home Depot, and that, that just cracks me up thinking, you know, this guy probably probably goes to a lot of places and doesn't really get recognized. I mean, he's not. You know, he's in his seventies now, but he uh he probably can go to the Home Depot and buy a grill and not be not be bothered, you know. Yeah, he reminds me of you're probably not gonna know who this is, Bob Lazar. Do you know who Bob Lazar is? The dude uh he was on the Joe Rogan, the the guy yeah. that the guy that, the guy that uh he was just on there like three weeks ago, the guy that was talking about the theory or whatever. The aliens? Theory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looks like Bob Lazar. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, really... he looks just like Bob Lazar, man. Uh, you know, I, I just watched because you had told me to check out. I think it was you that told me to check out that episode. And oh, it's they were so talking, good. Well, you know how they break it up into sections sometimes. I watched one of the sections rather than like the full two hours or whatever it is. Yeah, but I didn't really I didn't really get like the Tom Morga vibe from him. Oh, not not. Uh, I kind of do. Yeah, I think he looks like Tom. They favor. I think they look like they could be friends. Um yeah, he's he 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 very he very much reminds me of Bob Lazar. But that being said, I have gotten to meet Tom on multiple occasions, and I worked with him uh, at Horrorhound. You, you know, we've mentioned this before, but I got to make a mask uh, or the hood for him for that he uses for all his photo shoots. And uh, because of that, I got to spend a lot of like kind of intimate time with him back, you know, behind the scenes, just hanging out, shooting the shit. Yeah. And he is just the most down to earth, like pleasant man to be around just so nice and and easy to conversate with and and just as happy to be there as the as the fans are so uh yeah man he's he's an awesome dude and you know like you said i'm I'm looking at his credits here and you can go over some of his credits if you want because it's 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 impressive oh absolutely and and this is this is just the ones that stand out immediately not not to mention i mean we could go on all day about his imdb credits but just to name off about a dozen or uh, or so here of of movies that most people have seen or heard of at least independence day army of darkness 
Child's Play 3, Problem Child, Turner and Hooch, Jaws the Revenge, Police Academy 2, Ghostbusters, Spider-Man 02, uh, back to Pirates of the Caribbean again, Shawshank Redemption, fucking Wayne's World. I mean, that's classic shit right there. The oh, rookie. God, yeah. And he's done like everything Star Trek related, like from Enterprise all the way through uh, Voyager, Next Generation. Like the guy just screams Star Trek, like a ton of credits from that. But all those movies, I mean, just the, I mean, there's more than that, but outside that's just the, horror the tip genre, of the iceberg. Yeah, I mean, he's been in, like, serious, serious major films. I mean, not to mention the guy's been Jason, Michael, and Leatherface. He's worked with everybody that's ever lived. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm trying to think who he, who he stunt doubled for in Ghostbusters because I've seen the picture on his table. Um, I'm trying I bet to it was think Egon. Of... Oh, uh... Just going off build and everything? I bet it was... Uh... Harold Ramis. Yep, that's who it was. Yep. Yeah. That, it was right on the tip of my tongue. I was trying to think of who it was, but yep, that's who it was. But yeah, I mean, all these, all these classic films. And um, if you, if you Google Tom or you look on IMDb or Wikipedia, there really isn't much information about his personal life. So I don't know if he's a military veteran or if he played a college sport or if he did any other things notable in life, because there's really not much public information on Google anyway. And I've met him a few times and we've had a few conversations, but just talking about uh, stories from Jaws and him talking about uh, Ghostbusters and a couple other films and um, more so with the Friday and, and the Halloween stuff. But I never I never really this question never came about. So next time I see Tom, I'm going to ask him about, you know, some of his younger years, early and, life. Yeah, early life and life accomplishments outside of the film industry, because I have a feeling there's. There, there's there's either something really cool or there's just nothing at all. Unfortunately, holy shit! I just saw he, he even worked in the Shawshank Redemption, which is maybe one of the top three greatest movies ever made. Yep, I mentioned that one. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you know, whenever we were hanging out, I I remember us talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean a lot. Um, he's really fond of that of that role in particular. But um, yeah, I don't think we. I, I know he's not. A, I don't think he's a veteran, but uh. Cause I feel like that's something that would have just come up with all my tattoos that I have and everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we never mentioned anything about before movies. It's like, that's a blank void. He's almost like Tommy Wiseau in that aspect. Well, and mentioning pirates too. I believe he won a stunt award for that movie. I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure he won an award for that. Yeah, so. For the best fight. Okay. Yep. I yeah. knew there was something there, but yeah, I mean, just such an awesome awesome imdb list of such classic movies the the rest of the guys i mean they all have interesting tidbits about them but none of them i mean of course derek derek still has some time left but derek derek might he could potentially get this sort of list under his belt but tom right now he's got he's got the quality of imdb credits on lockdown no doubt He's also 77, and I would have never fucking believed that if I didn't just read it, because he looks like he might be in his mid-50s, like if you're standing face-to-face with him. Yeah, he definitely does not look 77, and I don't even know his, I don't even know, he really doesn't even have any gray hair. No, he's brown-headed. Yeah, yeah. And got a full head of it. Yep, and at conventions, 
and I, I don't know if he if he drinks or smokes or whatever, but I've I've not seen him with a drink in his hand, and I've not seen him smoke a cigarette or a cigar or anything in in the after hours parties. Well, you know, Home Depot opens at seven, so he can't be staying up late to. <laughs> you know, and maybe hell, maybe he uh, he has a retirement job. Maybe he works in the the barbecue grill section of Home Depot. <laughs> He's got new cabinets to put in. He can't be. <laughs> I bet you. I, I bet he has a mean fucking garden. He looks like a guy that can plant some fucking tomatoes now. Oh, yeah, and he's got, like, fucking almost knee-high white socks and, and really ridiculously short shorts that he gardens in. Like, uh, um, uh, the Truman Show. Like the, uh, like the 80s gym outfit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. The red, he, he, probably the fucking, the, like, the three red stripe uh, calf socks, you know? And like the polyester fucking gym shorts. There yeah, you and go. golf shoes. And golf shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and a, and one of those like clear green visors. That oh yeah. Either that <laughs> or he chops a lot. But uh, <laughs> we need to say we we love Tom Morgan. I do absolutely. I do, but he just has that look to him. I mean, it's either either he has a wicked fucking garden or he has like some other hobby that you would like never imagine in a million years. Like some yeah, just, like off the wall like unheard of thing. little ships and little in bottles oh yeah absolutely something like that or or uh I, I can't even think of anything i'm just saying something that if he told you like hey tom what are your hobbies and he starts spouting off these things and you're like what the fuck are you even talking about you were Bad jason mitten. yeah you were jason michael and leatherface and you mean to tell me you hang out at the vfw playing shuffleboard all day long <laughs> i'm not buying it like, I you work at, believe it yeah and you know I mean, whatever we say tom morgan there's gonna be a lot of dickheads they're gonna be like he didn't even play jason it was the imposter fuck you exactly like, you thought off. he was jason until the end bitch exactly yeah and i'm sure there'll be some of those fucking clowns too and i don't really fucking care it's a it's a fucking friday the 13th movie it's a guy in a fucking hockey mask get the fuck over it same you want to say Exactly. Whether you want to say it's it's Jason Roy imposter or whatever, I'm I'm sure we'll we'll get those. Uh, they'll probably be it'll probably be some of Kane's army that'll say that. Oh, it's usually those yeah. So, anyways, um, enough about Tom. We love Tom. Oh, also a quick question for you: Did 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 Tom keep that hood that you made for him? Does he still have that? And yeah, he still got it? it. He still uses it. Okay, so it was kind of like a gift. Yeah. Uh, well, they. Uh... Whorehound uh, hired me to make it specifically for him. And, you know, an issue I had afterwards whenever I was making them for other people, Tom has a really skinny neck and uh, he's got just, you know, he's a really uh, slender man. He's a slender dude. So because I made it specifically for Tom, I had to keep telling people whenever they were buying them, I was like, hey man, this was for Tom and it fit Tom perfectly because I made it for Tom. You need to keep in mind that Tom is a very slender man, and there's a high chance it's not going to fit you. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't really run into that problem. It seemed to fit most people good. But, yeah, I had really no intention of making it for anybody else. So, uh, yeah, he keeps it, and he still uses it, to my knowledge, for uh, photo ops when he's doing costumes. Nice, nice. You should have poured one for yourself and had him sign it. Yeah, I wish I would have. I actually just sold that mold, so I don't even have it anymore. But uh, Oh, that's right, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, like I said, we love Tom. We're just having a little fun with it. So um, it is what it is. But anyways, moving on to the number one spot, which 
being that the meme was made, you know who the number one spot's going to be. And that is the most interesting Jason in the world, the great Ted White. Ted motherfucking Watt. So let's let's start off first with Ted's IMDb, okay? So a lot of people will say, well, Ted wasn't Jason four times. Fuck off. Yeah, we, we know. Uh, don't really care. And he has roughly 150 IMDb credits. And most of those are for things that I have no idea what they are. I was not around back then. Um, have no idea what any of them are. Whether they're good or bad, I don't know. Uh, but talking to Ted, met him several times. I've, I've been fortunate enough to have a few conversations with him. And according to Ted and some others who are older, who worked doing stunts back in those times in the 50s, 60s, is a lot of times they did shit and didn't get credited for it. Like IMDb was not like, didn't rule the world back then. So there was things that he likely has done that most people are unaware of unless you hear it right from Ted. So if you ever get a chance to talk to Ted at a convention or if you happen to run into him at Home Depot, I would ask him about some of his stories. And there's he's got some good shit. I mean, um, a lot of his stuff was, you know, playing the bad guy, playing the tough guy, and, of course, doubling for, for John fucking Wayne. I mean, come on. And then there's been several, really all he needs. Exactly. I mean, what else, what else do you say? And I, uh, I seen a picture of Ted. It was on his, it was on his table one day and it was him and him and John Wayne and they're in their cowboy outfits. And John Wayne looks like way bigger than Ted. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't think John Wayne was that big. And Ted, I said, uh, Ted, I said, how tall were you in your, in your, in the day? And he's in your prime, if you want to call it that. He's like six foot four. And I saw this picture of you and and John Wayne here. I said, damn, he looks a lot bigger than you. How tall was he? And he said six foot two. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So then he just kind of smiled. And uh, he said, yeah, you can't ever be that much taller than the guy that you're doubling for. So they like had him in in lifts or whatever, change the angles and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, they did the Tom Cruise thing. Yeah. So low points. Yep. So I just, I thought that was kind of funny, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, IMDB, he he certainly doesn't have the most interesting IMDB compared to some of these other guys. But then again, I'm not really interested in the films from his prime. Uh, I don't know. You said he was in movies before you were born. He's in movies before our parents were born. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But the types of movies, like, I'm just not really interested in going back and watching those movies that he was in way back then. It's just not really my thing. So I don't, I don't know if I would, if, if it's notable stuff. I mean, a lot of it was not lead stuff. He was a stunt guy or minor acting, stuff like that. I'm just saying that all the other guys, I'm way more familiar with their acting credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Ted, I'm not as much, but I'm, I make my, decision i think we i should say we make our decision based on just the life of ted i mean he's 93 years old he is a marine veteran world war ii veteran there's not many of those still around that are with it like he is to be able to tell stories he played fucking football at the university of oklahoma which is a powerhouse school uh that in itself plus the fact that yes you were jason at 58 years old in 
what's deemed as one of the, by most, as one of the better Friday films and being the final chapter and doing all that at 58 years old, plus the other IMDb stuff. Like I said, he's 150 plus on IMDb. I mean, the guy is just, he's been around the block and he can talk about it. He's done everything. He, he's literally he's been around the world. He's been to war. He's, he's played football. He's done everything. You can't do anything else. And he's still 93 years old, almost 94 and still doing conventions and 100% coherent and mobile. He's more, yeah. he's more mobile than, than most like 70 year olds. It's Absolutely. Insane. And at Horrorhound Columbus, November 2017, which is the last time I seen him, I said, Hey, Ted, how you doing? And he was like, Oh, good. I said, uh, I said, how you feeling? I said, you look good. I said, looks like you're getting around good. I said, uh, so I'm assuming everything's all right with you. And he goes, Oh yeah. I said, well, what have you been doing to keep yourself, uh, your time occupied and stay active and everything? And he goes, you know, he said, I can only play so much golf. And he said, I've been getting tired of that. And he said, I don't know what I'm going to do. He, uh, basically just alluded that he'd been playing a lot of golf. And I'm thinking, well, at that time, you know, he's like 91 years old and you're still fucking swinging a golf club. I probably couldn't swing one now, let alone yeah. if I probably won't even make it to 90, let alone if I do, I won't be swinging fucking golf clubs. He's swinging golf clubs and he's five <laughs> years away from turning into a diamond. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the guy looks great. I mean, he, you know, he's got the typical, uh, the hunch over, and but but not a ton. I mean, he's still he's not far off. Well, he's not six foot four anymore, but I mean, he's still over six foot, even hunched over. So, I mean, he's still I mean, he looks good. You see him walking. I mean, he, he looks great and he's still the, a snazzy ass dresser. And I we said this before the guy has like next to Bruce Campbell, the guy has like the best fucking suit jackets playing simple. Oh, no doubt. He's definitely the most well dressed. And to go on to his to his physical, you know, shape, I remember. I've met him a, 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 probably, I don't know, four or five times, something like that. But he uh, was doing a photo op. I was helping with photo ops at one of the horror hounds. And I remember I was trying to get him to, to, to uh, he was walking past me or something. I don't remember what, but for whatever reason, I like kind of put my hand on his back, whether I was like trying to move past him or something. I don't remember what it was, but I put my hand on his back and that is still a, a remarkably solid man to be 93 years old. Like it was like touching the back of, you know, like a, a still figure. It was, yeah. it's still in, pretty impressive how solid he is at, at, at his age. Yeah. And I'm sure the, <clears throat> we're going to get the haters and the lynch mob at town square that'll, that'll talk shit and want to be like, well, um, you know, so, so what if he's a, you know, was a world war two veteran, he played football at Oklahoma. He wasn't Jason four times. Cause I've already seen it. I have proof on the interwebs. Well, these fucking clowns already saying that he's simply not the most interesting Jason just because he didn't play Jason four times. So thoughts on that? Uh, well, I don't, I don't understand how, I mean, I sent you, I sent you the screenshots. <laughs> yeah. So you know, that I just I'm not... don't understand the correlation between because you played Jason the most amount of times that makes you the most, that's the most dumb shit thing I've ever, I've ever heard in my life. Um, it's ridiculous. These, guys, these like these these cane dick riders, uh, and you know I've, neither one of us have uh, have an issue with cane. Like he's got he's been in Friday the Thirteenth that I really I love part I love part eight, um, and, and I like part seven. I think that 
Jason goes to hell and, and Jason X are just abominations, but that's beside the point. They remind me of the Kane Dick writers remind me of like, uh, people that support political, uh, political people, regardless of party. And it doesn't matter anything that they hear that isn't, that isn't in line with that. They just stick their fingers in their ears and they go, la, 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 la. You know what I mean? Like they just won't hear anything else. Like now I'm not saying that, that Kane is a, is bad or anything. I'm just saying that maybe he's not as good as you think he is. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the Michael Myers clowns, the diehard Michael Myers clowns. I mean, they, they they just get so ridiculous. And like I said, I sent you the screenshots of some of the fuckery that was going on with, with uh, you know, the, the bullshit comments. And it's just like, <clears throat> okay, so that's all that matters is that, oh, well, he was Jason four times. So he's automatically the most interesting person out of this whole brotherhood of Jasons just because of that reason. And we're not alone. even going to like mention the fact that two of them were complete shit. One of them was just okay. And in my opinion, the other was pretty good. Well, I mean, they're, they're arguably what. Yeah, that's subjective. Famous. I understand that. Yeah. But they're going to deem, they're going to deem Kane's films as the lower tier of the franchise compared to the rest. That's usually not even debated. Most people will say, yeah, those films are, um, if we're going to rank them, they're going to be on the lower end of the list. That's when it got like really, really, really campy. Yeah. And people will say, well, I think it, it was Kane that, um, you know, that brought him, that did give him life or whatever, the way that he portrayed Jason. Well, that's fine. But does that make him the most interesting person in general just because of that reason alone? So. And I'm going to say, fuck no, it doesn't. It does why, not. Why, why would it? I mean, there's there's so many other reasons and even things that with people that didn't make the list, they have lived interesting lives. But to just for the sake of conversation and making a list, I mean, you can only have the three spots in honorable mention. And it is it is subjective. Like. But anyways, so uh, beyond the IMDb, we've got the football at Oklahoma. We have the former Marine, World War II vet, um, the snazzy dresser, just the classic guy. I mean, who, like we said, should have his own Kentucky bourbon, right? I mean, you, haven't you already lobbied for that? The Ted Watt bourbon? Absolutely, since the oh, last yeah. time we talked about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would lobby the shit out of that. Absolutely. And um, I can't say that about any of these other guys. I can't say that they should have their own bourbon. Nah, uh, not yet. I, I would have said Steve Dash before he passed away. Maybe. But uh, aside from Steve, no, Ted Watt's the only one. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I would have said he he probably more like seemed like maybe he With deserved that. his own, his own maybe coffee. A maybe a coffee. Maybe I could see, you know, former NYPD, maybe he should have his own coffee. Uh, maybe a Swisher Sweet. Maybe a beer. I don't know. Liquor. I I don't know. I don't see the liquor. I see more of like his own beer, or maybe a coffee or something like that. That's not a da- that's not a uh, dagger to him by any means. No, no. Well, uh, Ted Watt would. Yeah, he would have. He would a whiskey that you have to drink in like a really nice glass. Yeah, it has to have like one of those round, perfectly perfectly round icicles. 
Yep, I was just going to say you got to have the the circular, the the spherical ice cubes and be proper that, with it. That are like glass clear. Yeah, and you and you also have to be wearing like a red suit jacket with like a fancy handkerchief, you know, like something just, you know, Bruce Campbell ish. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, you and you can't drink it in a room that doesn't have a fireplace. Exactly. I yeah. mean. So anyways, like I said, with the re- the response that that meme got, I mean, I, I seriously, I laughed my ass off for like three days straight because it was just nothing but, I mean, there was people that agreed with it, but like the meme, the purpose of it was to generate conversation, of course, but the conversation that I was expecting was not what we got. It was the, um, you know, the, the suck off cane fest, if you want to call it that or whatever, whatever you called them earlier. The Dick Riders. Yeah. And yeah. look, guys, yeah. we're not saying, like, I don't have a problem with Kane. Like, like I said, Kane's been in movies that I like, and not just even Friday the 13th. I love the Hatchet franchise. Uh, he's done stuff that I love. I just think that because he was in four of the movies, it doesn't mean shit. Like, there's a lot more to a, to to the other films than what Kane brought to the screen. Absolutely. And... So, so with that being said, <clears throat> since we like to piss off Kane's army and, and there was even a couple comments and somebody had mentioned about, well, something not word, word for word by any means, but it was something on the lines of why do you guys give Kane such a hard time? Well, we don't really give Kane a hard time. We give Kane's clowns a hard time. If that makes more sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Just because of, it's the la la thing. Like what I was talking about earlier. Kane's good. Kane, Kane's cool, man. It's just his yeah. fans. Sometimes they get just really obnoxious. It's kind of like shut the fuck up about the tots mask. That's kind of like that. Yeah, please. Easiest, for the love of God. Easiest way to describe it. But uh, anyways, so we'll just piss off Kane's clowns or Kane's army, Kane's dick riders or whatever it is that they get referred to today as. But we'll just go ahead and just piss them off even more because guess who didn't make honorable mention, Kenton? Who didn't make a? Uh, I'm gonna oh. go with uh, Kane Hodder. You don't have to guess because you were you were part of the decision making. <laughs> so, so, honorable mention. His name does start with a K, though, and that would be Ken Kersinger. Ooh, I can just you can you can probably cut you the tension eat. with a knife. Yeah, so many Kyles just punched holes in drywall. Oh man, so many people are just fucking irate right now that uh they're gonna come looking for you you better get that fake mustache and your your fucking wig out because you're gonna get oh, I've got it i'm not showing up at the next convention in this uh in my natural skin baby what are you happening I have a group of meth head teds waiting for you in the parking lot brother i'm wearing a suit too because we've already established i don't rock anything but a cut off and flip-flops that's right nobody will fucking recognize you anyway so honorable mention ken kersinger canadian stunt actor currently sitting at about 160 IMDb credits. But here's the thing is we did discuss Kane as honorable mention. And we did. the thing we honestly did, but here's the thing with Kane. Yeah. Okay. We get, he was Jason four times. We've already been over that tired of hearing about it moving forward. The rest of his resume. Yeah. He might have more IMDb credits than uh, maybe even a couple of these guys put together, but the majority of his IMDb credits I don't even know what the fuck they even are. It's shit I've never even heard of. Indie shit, just random shit, stuff that 
you know, I don't, I or you, Kenton, we didn't even, we're not even familiar with the work, you know? So it's, it's kind you know, of, a, I feel like a reason that we made Ken Kersinger an honorable mention is because he was also in part eight. And uh, the fact that he was in two Friday the 13th uh, is, is really important to us. Well, it's, I mean, <laughs> Uh, it, it, you're right. I mean, the multitude is super important because, I mean, hell, he should have been number two. Yeah, because he's in two of them. So two of them. Yeah. So no. Anyways, but the big picture is Ken has an awesome body of work, and looking at Kane's notable stuff, when you put his notable stuff next to Tom Morga, Derek Mears, Ken Kersinger, his notable stuff is nowhere near there. It really isn't. I mean, if you want to count the uh, the guy with the gas mask on the left and Devil's Rejects a notable thing, then so be it. But uh, the the high quality movies that these guys have been a part of, they're Kane's nowhere near these. Sorry, but the IMDb doesn't lie. And if uh, if you think you can argue it, then I'd like to see where that argument is because we've got a pretty good list here, and unfortunately, most of Kane's is is just minimal stuff now i do respect his that he does have so many credits and he has spent so many time so many so much time on these various film sets and there is experience there but it's not it's not necessarily even if you take all the stuff that we don't even know really what it even is without googling it if you take all that pile of whatever you want to call it it doesn't even really add up to the experience that two or three of these other major motion pictures like that Tom Morga has been in or Ken or Derek or whatever. It's just, it, it's not even comparable in our opinion. So uh, I'll let you go ahead and talk about some of the notables for Mr. Kersinger. So Ken has 60 acting credits and 106 stunt work credits. He is, you know, he's taken part in the Joyride franchise, which uh, I really love. I, I don't think it's as, it's not as big as, as a lot of the other franchises, he he's been in Supernatural, which is a show that I binged for like two weeks and and ate up and loved, even though it out, out of the gate the first season wasn't for me, but I, it really grew on me. I ended up loving it. Uh, obviously, Freddy versus Jason—that's what he's most known for. But uh, man, The Outer Limits, Ace Ventura, um, Robin Hood, um, X Files. Um, dirty work with with uh uh norm mcdonald uh macgyver he's been he he's one of those guys that has also worked with everything and i just now i just now found this while we were talking did you know he was part of the it movie uh i think it was a short of some sorts i don't think it was the new one. Oh, was it no it, I, I think it's it was the uh 1990 it the the uh the one with tim curry I'd have to go back to IMDb, but all the things that you said are all great stuff. But just some of the notables on my list here, Walking Tall, 13 Ghosts, Fantastic Four, Incredible Hulk, Cabin in the Woods, Happy Gilmore, Look Who's Talking, Superman 3. I mean, it, it goes just, on and on and on and on. Yeah, I mean, he's he's Tom Morga-ish. Tom Morga-ish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like the modern Tom Morga. Yeah, he's... he's uh, Actually, yeah. Tom Morga is the modern, modern Tom Morga. I don't... You know what I'm talking about. Tom Morga is like the, he should be like on a billboard on the Home Depot billboard. That's what he should be doing. 
Yeah, like trying, yeah, for a grill. Like he's mid flipping a burger and he's got a smile and his granddaughter's standing next to him. And he has like an apron with like a witty saying on it. Yeah. <laughs> if this grill's a rocking, don't come knocking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Something, something cool like that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very, I mean, Ken's obviously younger than, than Tom. Um, I don't want to say significantly. I think Ken's right around like I think he's early sixties. Have to have to Google that. But but anyways, I mean their list is comparable in that sense. He's just like he's like um this the second tier version of that. So and Derek Mears, I mean, like I said, Derek and Ken can kind of be interchanged right now, really. And I can see some argument to kind of you know, when we mentioned to be able to interchange the three out the number three spot out with really any of these guys, because it is, it is really a subjective thing, but totality of the circumstances, just looking at the quality that, um, that Ken has against Kane quality over quantity. We had to give Ken the honorable mention spot. I mean, it it is what it is. Yeah. And that's not to say that Freddie versus Jason isn't horrible because I can't stand it, but I mean, he did play Jason, and we're going off sustenance for their life's work, as opposed to the the Jason that they portrayed. So, yeah. Once again, it's not really about how successful their film was, or films plural. Exactly. It's, it's life experience. It's totality of work credit. It's just the whole big picture, and that's what I don't think most of the interwebs or the social media world understood with that Ted white, most interesting Jason in the world meme. They didn't, they just looked right through that and went into full, uh, right. Activated. Yep. And then of course that activates the rest of the goons. And then it just is a downhill storm. It's a shit storm from then on out. So, and it's also important to note that, you know, these guys, all of them have really fascinating aspects of their life. CJ Graham was also in the military and the army. He, he, he worked a, a cool job for 30 years. You know, Steve Dash also has really asked, like they all have really interesting aspects of their life, but in the grand scheme of things, it cannot be argued that Ted Watt hasn't been everywhere and seen everything. Absolutely. And I agree with that. I mean, CJ working in the casino industry, a very well-paying job and then retiring and getting back out and doing some things and serving in the military. And, and yes, I mean, he, uh, he's done some notable things as well, just not near in the frequency of everybody else. But like you said, Steve Dash, former NYPD officer, I believe he did presidential security for president Nixon. Uh, there's photo proof of that. I didn't know that. Yep, there's there's a, f- a black and white photo. I seen it on on uh, somewhere in, in somewhere online. I don't remember where it was posted, but um, you probably do a Google search of it. You probably find it. But he's got the NYPD, you know, cab driver badge hat that they wore back in the day. I think they still wear them now. <clears throat> but he didn't work for NYPD that long. But still, working NYPD, even if you were only there for two or three years. That's 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 some life experience in itself. But IMDb wise, <clears throat> I think he was only sitting around like thirty five IMDb credits. And outside of Friday the Thirteenth, there wasn't a whole lot there that was really notable. So um, obviously, we'll be seeing him coming up again in in fan film Vengeance. But other than that, 
most of his wasn't a whole lot, but, and even, even to give a shout out to my friend, Ari Lehman, Ari was, is a worldwide touring musician, traveled touring in Africa. A lot of people probably don't, probably don't know that he was in a world touring reggae band many years ago. And he's been involved in a lot of indie projects over the years. And of course, traveling the country and a lot of people like to talk shit about that too but still he's he's on tour right now as we speak with first jason and still traveling making music with that so i mean when you get to travel around the country and you're paid to do that regardless whether people think that that you suck or not obviously there's people out there that like them or they would not be getting booked in these venues so for the haters out there, yeah, you can say what you want. I get it. It's you're entitled to your own opinion, but there's still a following out there. There's still people that appreciate him for his uh, what some people deem as five seconds of fame. But still, those five seconds of fame and Friday are often on the top list of the best jump scares in all of the horror genre. So yeah, but we're talking about five seconds of fame portraying arguably the most like recognizable horror movie villain in history. Yeah, like, this isn't five yep. seconds of fame and Superman Part Thirteen. Well, that's yeah, true. Like, that's true. <laughs> so, but I mean, our, obviously, IMDb wise, Ari's not up there with the rest of them, and he didn't he didn't stay in the acting world for his entire life, like the majority of some of these guys did. But he still has done some interesting things in his own right. I've heard a lot of his stories. I've spent a lot of time with him, and he's an interesting guy to talk to, uh, regardless of other people's opinions. Um, I always enjoy listening to his stories. He's a very talented musician and we can go on down the list too, with some of the other guys. I mean, all, all these guys have something to offer. That's interesting. Whether, whether it just, even if it was just the movie, I mean uh, you know, they're, they all have things, but we'd be here all day if we were going to talk about everybody. So that's basically our list. You can take it or leave it. And, or you can lynch us in town square. If that's what you want, we don't give a shit either way. It is what it is. So the most interesting Jason in the world goes to the great Ted White. And final thoughts, Kenton. Uh yeah, no apologies. Um I think that uh Ted White, it's not even debatable, man. I, I don't even know why I don't even know how somebody could could provide a counter argument to that. The the life accomplishments of Ted White so f- they they outweigh the next hundred people, you know, together. So yeah, Ted Watt, no doubt. And then uh Grill Master Tom Morga and uh <laughs> the general manager of Home Depot. Yeah, and then that big beautiful alabaster bastard uh Derek Mears. And uh that's it, man. All right. So before you want to hang us in town square or you, before you want to talk shit, do your fucking homework, get on IMDB and look at and see what these guys the of what credits they actually were given go through there and look before you spout off stupid ass bullshit that, well, they weren't Jason four times. Yeah, we fucking get that, but no one fucking cares. That's not the point. So before you flap your gums about dumb shit, do your homework first, and then maybe we'll entertain an argument with you of some sort or a lighthearted debate, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, please do that before you go, uh, setting fires so with that being said that wraps up another episode of return to camp blood so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at also check us out on facebook at camp blood podcast and please leave us a review there we would definitely appreciate it to check out our back episodes you can find those on our website campbloodpodcast.com and if you have any suggestions besides 
anything that has to do with Kane Hodder, feel free to drop us a line. Until next time. 